With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Full Sport Press. Yo, who tell us we ain't gonna win, man? Really? He's a bozo. A fucking bozo. Really? Yeah. We did a lot for the wins. Came in a drop on the 10. Now we on top, top once again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to tighten the plan. Yeah, I got it right in the end. Yeah. Now we on top, top once again. I don't want it if it ain't love. If it ain't get it away from me. Who you gon' jack if it ain't us? LABB to the bakery. Some niggas mad that I came up. I know my granny gon' pray for me. It was just us in the vacancy. We had to get it from A to B. Wheels never felt like this. Two seats in the hills, how feel righteous. Lucy, you're now listening to the Full Sport Press podcast featuring hosts Jay Hove. Chef, Wheezy, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I am Jay Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Wheezy in the building. Say what's up, Wheezy. What it do, what it do, what it do. Coach Locke in the building. Say what's up, Cal. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, fellas? How's everybody doing this week? Solid week. No snow this week, coach. Man. No snow. No ice. You know no what I'm saying? Beautiful yeah, weather. Here. Beautiful weather this way. For sure, man. For sure, man. Yeah. It's time mm-hmm. to go on and spring on forward. Time to spring on forward. You're damn right. I think old man went and got one more run, though. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I know he do for sure. Not down this way, he don't. <laughs> nah, you're, you're, right, you're damn lie. You're damn lie. You're damn lie. That's what you thought last week. And your ass was in ice. Your ass, your ass turned into hey. Christian. You was Christian you Yamaguchi. You from Nashville, coach. Never forget that. You from Nashville. I never so said I wasn't. All right. Yeah. Episode 357, man. We're moving on to part three of our annual NBA Top Seven series. Moving right along to the small forwards. FSP style. Always FSP style. You better damn know it. You better damn believe it. Let's kick it off, man. Best of the week, Weezy, what you got? Best week for me was, it was a, we had a 70-degree weather day this week, man. People was, I smell barbecue outside. I smell some grills going. Yeah, no, so you got you some vitamin D? I don't know how to answer that. I really don't. Oh, get you yeah. some sun. I didn't know if that was a pause joke or what. I didn't, I didn't know. Nope. I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Coach, like, what you got, man? What you got, Coach? Uh, my best of the week is uh, I saw Georgia Ballard, a girls basketball high school player who was supposed to score her 1,000 point her senior year, but hurt her ankle in the first day of practice. And we know their season got cut short because of COVID. So they only had like a month worth of season. So everybody knows she was going to score that 1,000 point. But because she broke her ankle, she had had surgery on it, so she wasn't going to be able to play the year, and it's in a cast. Well, they played against Dixon, and Dixon let her score like four or six points right at the beginning of the game so she could get that 1,000 points because they knew she was going to get it if she didn't get hurt. So that's pretty cool that they let her do that. Stay classy, man. Stay classy. Stay sure. classy. Yeah, sure. Jeff, what you got? Best of the week. I uh, mean, Russell Westbrook opening the Why Not Academy because why not? You know what I mean? That's my guy. Do what my guy do on and off the court. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was gonna pull a fleet figure. That was definitely my best of the week. But I'll run with Cam Newton, man. He was on the I Am Athlete podcast and he stated that Percy Harvin was the best college receiver of all time over Peter Ward. That's just cool not true. That. Just not true. It got legs to it. I don't know if it's played true, but it's, it, it's got legs to it. Look at the numbers. That's why those Gators won that. That, that we ain't gonna talk about it. Go Gators, man! Shout out to Gators three times, three of them. One, two, three. Go Gators. Uh, worst of the week, Weezy. What you got? Worst of the week for me 
was uh, <laughs> after the good weather, my sinuses acted up the next day on me. It was rough on me. So you admit you do have sinus problems? I think it happens every now and then. I, it's not horrible like it does you. Oh, okay, Jeff. So you hear him. You hear him, Jeff. Just keep <laughs> living, brother. What you got, Jeff? I mean, the Steph Curry effect, man. Everybody thinks they're Steph Curry. But everybody should realize they aren't Steph Curry. The Denver Nuggets, I know it's a regular season basketball game, but that Denver Nuggets played to end that game. Bro. Everybody thinking that Steph Curry stopping at the three-point line on a four-and-one fast break to possibly win the game or tie and go to overtime. Yeah. Thanks, Steph. Thanks a lot. Ruin the game, my dog. Ruin the game. Good night, man. <laughs> that, was, that was tough to watch, Jeff. Yeah, it was tough. Wow. Who's at fault? Real quick, who's at fault? The people was running it? the floor. No, no. Jamal Murray got to keep going. He got to keep going. But, of course, Michael, Michael Porter Jr. got to cut to the basket. But as a point guard, you got to know that you got to attack right there. You got to attack. He's got to he, have a sense of the, of the floor a little Exactly. Bit. And that's True. just him being a two. He's not really a point guard. True. But what he did was, I, I know what he was thinking. He was thinking, if I stop right here, the defense is going to step up, which they did, and it's going to yeah. get a wide of a layup versus him keep going. It's going to be a contested layup. So I, yeah. I, I get it. They both yeah. was wrong, though. Both was wrong. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What you got, like Meek Mill, man. Um, everybody, I'm sure they've heard about. Yeah, everybody's heard about that Kobe bar. I'm not gonna say the bar because that is just terrible, poor taste. Yeah, Meek Mill got to do better, man. Do better. I'm hot at Meek about that. Well, my worst of the week, Weezy's Titan, man. Isaiah Wilson. He announced that he's done with football as a Titan. Um, he attended a TSU party, almost jumped off the window. Um, got a second DUI. Only played four snaps for the Titans. Drafted 29th overall. And just turned 22 in February, man. Hey, Isaiah Wilson. Big old lineman, big right tackle. You better get your mind right. You better get your damn mind right, for sure. Now, make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and, of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. How do you do that? Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. Now, when you get through doing that, make sure you check out the On Day TV Hip Hop Podcast every Wednesday with Animal Brown and Spike Lou. The latest issue is up, the Rappers Coming Home episode. What are they talking about? Rappers that got out of jail and coming home. So y'all make sure y'all check them out every Wednesday. Show sure, man. Bobby Schmurder free. You know what I'm saying? The hat finally dropped, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Smurf. Six years eat. later. Six <laughs> years later, man. Held his head, man. Shout out to that kid, man. Hope he does right. Shout out to Mac, oh. too. 20 years later. Mac, a dub. You know what I'm saying? Who's next? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, let's move right along <laughs> to the Fresher Than Your Average podcast featuring myself and my dog, Animal Brown. Self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. Pull up on us on the IG page. Check out our Would You Rocks. Also, our monthly FTYA podcast. And also, our uh, Fresher Than Your Average Fridays, where we go through copper drops as well, man. Directly for the culture. Where your kicks, man. Copper sponsors. And don't forget to pull up on the Realville Family Patreon page featuring Full Sport Press, On Deck TV, Fresher Than Your Average and much, much more. Be on the lookout to join the Patreon family right now. Episodes are up. Support the team. Support the real Jeff. Yes, sir. Now, Jeff, um, you kept us You kept us last week, brother. You kept us last week with the 10 good rest and seconds. The 10 good rest and seconds was actually 7 minutes and 42 seconds last week. <laughs> so we got 10 good rest and seconds. Let's hit the button, Jeff. <laughs> All right, man. Last week was Elimination Chamber. We're going to start off with one of the matches actually got thrown out that we went over with. Um, we didn't get thrown out, but it got changed at the last minute. So I'm not going to hold that against anybody because the whole the whole – Evening got changed because of Keith Lee injury. So we're not going to talk about the U.S. title championship match. All right, guys, that's thrown out. First match is the SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Weezy selected AJ Styles. Coach Locke had Randy Orton. Myself, I'm sorry, this is the Raw uh, Elimination Chamber. And myself and Jay had Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre won the Elimination Chamber. He did lose his belt later on that evening through a money in the bank cashing, but we didn't do that. We didn't bet on that. We didn't talk about that. So Jay and I got a point. In the SmackDown Elimination Chamber, Weezy selected Weezy and Locke selected Jay Uso. And myself uh, had Kevin Owens. Oh, and Jay as well had Jay Uso. Wow, y'all had Jay Uso. Um, 
Daniel Bryan actually won the uh, SmackDown champion, uh, SmackDown Elimination Chamber. And then we all said whoever won would not beat Roman Reigns. And we all were correct on that. Which so me and you won, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. And that, <laughs> and that is this week's Who Gets the W. Please remember to tune in each and every Thursday to the 808s and Share Shots podcast myself. And shout out to Neek. Man, remember, you might not like wrestling, but your auntie loves it. And shout out to the Nature Boy, Rick Flair, man. It was his birthday this week. 72 years young, man. Yeah, man. Shit. Rick done beat a couple of odds, man, for sure. Rick beat a Rick beat a, a plane crash. Plane crash, Broken heart back. attack. <laughs> man, that boy there, yeah, for sure. He ain't did it Limbus, all yet. Limousine riding. Yeah. yeah, woo! Get flying. Rolex wearing. Ow! Alligators. <laughs> and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators back. Damn right, man. For sure. Shout out to the Nate. <laughs> All right, man. Now, to these questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press, don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please write and subscribe. And more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. And before we start with the first half, Wheezy, do you have a Yellow Box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? I do. This week's award recipient is Kima Sivering. That's right. That's right. Las Vegas Raiders cornerback Kima Sivarin was arrested in Houston over the weekend in an alleged street racing incident. Police say Sivarin first stopped four officers, then drove off for a couple of miles before halting again. That's presumably why Sivarin was charged with felony evading arrest, while the other two drivers were charged with racing on the highway. Five cars were involved in the racing but police were able to catch up with the three. You guys are wondering why the hell we're talking about this, right? Do you guys remember who Kima Sivarand is? No? All right. In a span of less than a year, Kima Sivarand has made some unique headlines. You don't hear about street racing arrests, but Sivarand's first brush with fame was even wilder. Sivarand was cut by the Seattle Seahawks in August... After he was caught on video trying to sneak in a woman dressed in Seahawks gear into the team hotel. Sivaran, a rookie out of Oklahoma State, remained on the job market until late October when the Raiders signed him to a practice squad deal. Kima Sivaran, the gift that keeps on giving. Somebody need to sit that young man down and tell him. You playing with fire, young man. You remember when, when Coach, you coach, you remember that kid on the end of the bench he ain't really paying attention. He playing with the Gatorade. If he played football, he playing with the grass. You know what you always say? He don't want to play. He don't want to play. He don't want to play. No. Do right there. He don't want to play. He don't want to play. You don't look play. down the bench looking for somebody too, Jeff. You like, and you realize he ain't paying attention. He don't, he don't want to play. play. <laughs> he don't play. And then they need to get him and Isaiah Williams together. No. Hey. Isaiah Wilson, y'all paid him four and a half million. So that was, it was the first pick. That was your yeah. first round pick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kima Sivarin I mean, was not. And this is the thing. Kima's not also horny, but he is also an idiot. Why in the hell are you drag racing in Houston for? Dumb. Expressway is different, dog. Come Dumb. On, man. Yeah. Weezy, get that to him, man. You know what I'm saying? How you going to yeah, get it to him, Weezy? Y'all want to... We ain't going to draw on that. We ain't, ain't going to waste no fuel for the drone on that one. We just going to send out snail mail. Snail mail. snail mail, yeah, snail mail. I can dig that. I can dig that. He deserved, but you know what I'm saying. He's also horny and stupid. That's what I came up with, Kima. Man, give him some help for sure. You Bad guys ready to get started? The first half. Yes, sir. Let's get it. The first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast, episode 357. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. It's your boy Big Jeff. It's your boy Weezy. What it do? It's your man, Coach Locke. Locke, where can they find you on social media, my brother? Man, it's always the same on IG and Twitter at Locke underscore the underscore great. Get at me. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Weezy? I'm FSP underscore Weezy on IG, and I'm at How Weezy on Twitter. How that be? Did you uh, fix the misspell yet? No. I did. I did. You busy. You busy. Yeah, yeah. In due time, Mm. brother. In due time. We got plenty of time. Jeff, what about you, buddy? I'm Jay Easley 84 across all social media platforms. Damn right. You're damn right. Yes, you are. And I'm Jay Hope on Instagram and Twitter. 
You know what I'm saying? It's time to have a conversation. Let's do it on Twitter. Uh, your boy getting a haircut soon. So, you feel what I'm saying? Hey, hey, coach, coach. <laughs> I never mind. Never mind. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Let's kick the first half off with some NBA talk, man. It happens every year. Very good NBA players with legitimate cases for making the annual all-star game. Wind up on the outside looking in because you only get 12 spots, guys, each conference. It turns out there are more than 24 good players. However, a handful of players whose arguments were strong enough for us to have a conversation in the first half about them. Let's talk about the snubs. Who wants to go first? We'll go with you, Weezy. What you got? First snub was bam out of bio. Y'all understand why he didn't get in? I don't understand why. I can, I think what hurt him was COVID hurt that team. Coming off the bubble success and then having the slow start that they had this season, I think that hurt them a lot. So that's probably why Bam wasn't on there. But Bam is hoping. Bam's hoping. Now Bam's uh, hoping. I, I got four other guys ahead of Bam before I even think about Bam on the East. Yeah. Easy. Wow. Yeah. And I go, go ahead, one Jim. of mine. Well, yeah, actually, he get, they, they fixed this wrong today with Sabonis. He should have been on there, probably should have been starting, but he's been elevated to an all-star already. So I'll go with Trey Young. Um, he's performing better than he did last year. His team is better than they were last year. And you have two Celtics on the team with similar record to the Hawks. One of those Celtic guys should be gone for Trey Young. Easy money. Like Jeff mentioned, I had some bonus too, but we know what he said with that. Um, and we had to pick somebody because they, they got him right pretty good. We already know. I knew D-Book was going to place AD, so I'm not going to use D-Book, which they already said that too. But I'm going to start with somebody in the West. I'm going to go Darren Fox. He's playing his best basketball of his career. They were playing great, and then they went on a little a little drought. But he's averaging 22.5 points, 7 assists, 3.2 rebounds. So if I had to go with somebody on the West, I would go Darren Fox. That's a homer pick right there. I know what that is. Um, my first person is Mike Conley, man. Genuinely surprising that coaches didn't select him over his entire career. He's been overlooked his entire career, man. But he's universally respected, and his team has the best record in the league. As we record this podcast, dude, the Jazz won 20 of the last 22 games by more than 20 points, y'all. That's insane, man. And the Jazz have outscored opponents when he's on the floor by 17 points per 100 possessions. So that's the top in the NBA. Mike Conley, get you some respect, dog. Get you some respect. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Coming back around the corner, Weez, what you got? I'm going to go with Fred Van Fleet, man. Fred Van Fleet. Fred Van Fleet was hoping. And most, you know, most players get a contract and they kind of like have a bad year. He got a contract. He got a contract. He's still hoping yeah. to this day. To this day. Yeah. He's hooping so much, they're about to get rid of their franchise player because he's playing so well, for sure. Yeah. Kyle Lowry's about to be out of there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Middleton, you know, he's having one of his better years on a team that's doing it what they do every year, having a pretty solid regular season. And he should be – he probably, to me, again, I don't understand how there's two Boston Celtics on this team. I just don't get it. And if you're going to – one of them should be gone for Chris Middleton or Trey Young easily in the East. I just don't get it. My uh, East player, I had Troy Young, like Jeff mentioned. Everything he said, he's you know he's playing about same. Having what twenty eight points, nine and a half assists, four rebounds. The record is that great, maybe fourteen and eighteen, but he's just playing well, man. But his time will come, so he will be okay. Um, I'm gonna go with Tobias Harris for the second time. He's having a career year with Doc Rivers. Personification of that improved offensive ecosystem that Doc Rivers has brought to Philly. You guys laughed, said Doc wasn't a good coach. You got those guys. No, 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 no. I'm saying people, not you guys, but guys, human beings. You know, his shot profile doesn't look any different at all. I think he's just a little bit more comfortable as a scorer within that ecosystem than he was last season. But as Mike Conley found out, and as well as uh, Tobias Harris has now found out, it's really tough to get in when you have two perennial all-stars on your team. Most definitely. Let's keep it with the NBA. Weezy's boy, Kyrie Irving, is still making headlines. But this time, I can honestly say I agree with him. What did he do, you ask? He suggested that the NBA logo be changed to Kobe's to replace the Jerry West silhouette. So my question to the boys are, 
Should the NBA change the Jerry West logo to the Kobe Bryant logo? I have no problem with it. Um, I think it's going to go through many, many different hands before they make that decision, even, even if they consider making a decision. But, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big like change, right? There. That's courts, insignia, you know, video games. I do think now, hear me out on this. Maybe not the full logo change, but a special Kobe night when everyone has a Kobe jersey with the with a Kobe logo on it. Because, and I'm not I'm not here to you know nitpick or anything, but what's the signature Kobe move? Like. You got to find something of, that is Kobe to be in a logo. I don't know what the sig- signature move would be for Kobe, and I'm not I'm not the biggest Kobe. I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan when he was playing off the court. I was more of a fan of his, so that'll be the hardest part to me is to find his signature move to be on a logo. It's the hair fake, hair fake. It's a horrible logo. That's terrible logo. That's Absolutely terrible. terrible. That was terrible. Now yeah. maybe the dunk where his legs are bent and the arm is back. That'd yeah. be one that a lot of people see a lot of. But I don't, you're right, Jeff. It'd be hard to come up with one. Kyrie said Black Kings built the league, man. He wasn't lying. Even Jerry West came out and said himself that a logo change was needed, per se. Um, and we both agreed that it, not Kobe Bryant, though. I like the way that the NBA renamed the All Star Game MVP in Kobe Bryant's honor, but I think the logo should be Michael Jordan. I mean, Mike, man, is Mike, man. You know, before, you know, his untimely demise, I hope Mike lives to see 127 years old. Um, but so he can actually see it, I think it would be cool to go ahead and put Mike as the logo for the next 50 or 100 years. I just think it would make a little bit more sense. Not necessarily saying, I think Kobe did a great run, like what he did. And you guys know I love Kobe Bryant, but Mike deserves that logo more than Kobe, for sure. Now oh, it's going to be the jump, man. Yeah. No, 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 no. The fadeaway. Not the fadeaway. No, nah, it's got to be the jump, man. It's got to no. be the jump if they do it. No, no, no. That's too much. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's already money. used yeah, that's for jump, man. So that would have yeah. to be him, the fadeaway for sure. Now, Jerry West, he's been in the NBA logo over five decades, and they first designed it back in 1969 and hasn't changed since. Now, like my co-host mentioned, Jerry West had come out and said that he hate it's not a Laker, but it should be Michael Jordan. He's the greatest player he's ever seen. So I agree with Jerry West. If it needs to be changed, it does need to go to Mike because, like he mentioned, Kobe has the all-star trophy now. Let's move on to college football, guys. Deion Sanders had himself a day on Saturday. His debut as a coach at Jackson State, he had a 53 to nothing win against Edward Waters. Be classy, Jackson State. My God, 53 to nothing. Anyway, 53 to nothing over Edward Waters on his coaching debut. But the game got overshadowed a little bit prior in his post-game press conference. Seemed to be upset and winning the reasons why he was upset. Apparently, his credit card, his wallet, his phones, his watches, what is, were stolen out of his coach's locker room, out of his coach's office, I should say. Afterwards, with Jackson State issuing a statement saying they found his items, they were given to the AD, and everything's going to be all right. Dion, double down. We got to change. I'm talking about the quality of players we have, <laughs> quality of raising standards, the quality of the field, quality of the coaches, and the quality of the faculty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this means Dion's not going to be there long, right? Pretty sure. What do you guys think? And then I think he realized what he got himself into, but I think, you know, he thought, oh, you know what? It ain't, it ain't, it's not going to be as as tough as people say it is, but it's that tough, though. It's that tough, man. <laughs> you're not going to have a security guard at your locker room while you're playing, like in the SEC. You're playing the HBCU, man. Gotta, it, it is what it is. So speaking of getting this stuff back, it was mentioned that it came out that he had misplaced this stuff. And that's why he got back. Well, Dion came out and said, no, that's not true. No, my stuff was not misplaced. I remember putting my stuff in a bag zip. So, yes, somebody stole it. So they said what happened was it was a young lady. The assistant coach caught her. And Dion said, no young lady is going to try to run from a big man. So she just gave the stuff back and he let her go. My thing about this is I don't have a problem with Dion addressing it. I just think he should, I don't think he should have addressed it nationally. He should have kept that in house. 
Don't give the media another reason to bash HBCUs like they already do. I understand it's your stuff. I get that. But he should have addressed that in-house, not let it be known, because once again, it overshadowed all the work that those kids did on the field that day. Because I watched the game, and I knew it was going to be a shellacking from the first, the damn first drive. It was like, oh, this is going to get ugly. So I just think he should have handled it and kept it in-house, because I'm sure this happens a lot at big schools. The only difference is they keep it in-house, and we never know about it. Yeah, I agree 100%. Deion just been talking too much. He came out and said – during their first practice, somebody stole his boom box and that was returned. Like you bring in light to something that could have been pushed under the rug. Like it is in power five PWIs, you know, that was a thief. Yes. Did you get it back? Yes. Dog. Excuse me. You're making the HBCU experience look like the narrative that's already out there about him. Keep it in house. Keep it moving. You're in an underprivileged city, underprivileged kids and adults. Don't blast their shortcomings, man. Take that shit to Mississippi state. You're going to do that. Don't do that in Jackson state for sure. He hasn't been around this. You know what I mean? Like Prime has been incubated in primetime world. And now he's coming back to the real world and, you know, a, a version of the real world. Some people would never experience this. And, you know, and I don't want people to think we're saying what happened to him is right. Getting his boom box snatched is not right. Getting his credit cards and all these things removed or whatever happened. None of this stuff is right. But I agree with Locke. I agree with Jay. It's all about how you present it. You know what I mean? Focus more on the win. Focus on the 53 to nothing win. You yeah. know, stay classy though. 53 to yeah. nothing is rough. Y'all want me to tell y'all? Go, go ahead. Go ahead y'all y'all want me to tell y'all the real reason how you got to stuff back? Somebody made the phone call. Hey, you know, you know how we, you know, you know, you've been at the center and somebody might steal a little Rico bike and you know who stole a little Rico bike and you call, hey, man, get Rico's bike back. Somebody say, hey, get Dion's stuff back, man. It's all good. So I make that phone call. That's all it is. Yeah, that was for the boom box. That shit, nah. No, nah, it's going to be too. Somebody, somebody nah. made that. Somebody, that was for the boom somebody. box, though. They, they called they call Junebug, and yeah. Junebug yeah. got a cousin that yeah. knows somebody that, that be yeah. still in the boom boxes. Whoever got a hold of the watches was fit to come up. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to come up. But then, <laughs> somebody made Jay Prince call. Somebody made that Jay Prince call that was in Jackson uh, State. Here we go with Jay Prince, man. You guys ready to get started with halftime? Let's go. Let's go. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime, in case you missed it. Liz Cambage is a WNBA star. She plays for the Las Vegas Aces and holds the record for the most points scored in a WNBA game with 53 points. Now she can add ambassador to her title. She is an ambassador for Savage Fenty. Cambage is the first professional athlete to partner with the brand Joining celebrities like Megan Thee Stallion, Rosalio Lizzo, and Laura Harrier. The athlete says it's been on her list of goals for a while now, especially since Rihanna has been an idol of hers ever since she was growing up in Australia. Liz is one of the most visible WNBA players in the game. She also has an Adidas deal. She's never been shy about speaking as a woman of color and a taller woman. Liz is six feet, eight inches tall. Is this something that will catch on in other sports? Your qu- your question is asking, is something, is being a Fenty model going to catch on with other sports? In other women's other. professional sports, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, heck yeah. It's a bag, and women are, rightfully so, becoming more comfortable with being themselves in front of a camera. Power to the people. It most definitely is. It most definitely is going to become thing. I don't know how wide of range of sports we're going to go to, but it's definitely going to happen. Like I, I could see even w- to get into a whole nother realm and get to another side. I could see one of the WWE divas being one of them people to do that. That puts her in a whole nother category of, of people. And pressure. yeah, <laughs> and then, you know, like track and field during the Olympics, stuff like that. Yeah. Something that can take off for sure, man. I think it's good to see. I think it's awesome that women are, getting these checks. A shout out to Liz, be a, a martyr for women's sports and what she's doing for women's sports, 100%, man. I think it's going to be awesome. It's cool to see, especially a woman six feet, eight inches tall, man, doing that. You got to have some confidence to do anything at six feet, eight inches tall and you're a lady, for sure, man. Yeah. Treading lightly this on this subject, fellas. No, yeah. but I'm just saying, we, we, I, think we, I thought we did a great job about it. Oh, job. real quick, before we catch any flack, we... It's not WWE Divas no more. Can't say that. 
Oh, what is it? I'm women's sorry. Division. They let you know how, it's who? Yeah, just the women's division. Can't say Okay. Neither. All right. They let you know how much I watch wrestling. That's all good. That's why I said it. All right, we're good. I just remembered you said that, so we won't catch no flag for that. There you go. You know? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That's now, why you wrestle yeah. man on here. That's right. That's right. It. Yeah. Yeah. Get the, you know, teach them well. You know what I'm saying? And let them lead the way, dog. Go ahead. Go ahead, Weez. I said, go ahead, Weez. Uh, y'all got it. Y'all got it. <laughs> Let's just let's just let's just go on and go. Let's just go and go second half, man. Let's second just go. Half. Yeah. The second half is underway. Full sport press. Second <laughs> half, the 2021 NBA Top Seven Series Part Three. We are moving on to the small forts. Episode 357. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. It's your boy Big Jeff. It's your boy Weezy. What it do? It's your man, Coach Lock. Lock the small forward in today's NBA is arguably the most valued position in basketball. Unlike the past players at the uh, forward spot, can handle the ball and initiate the team's offense as well as guard almost every position on the floor. The small forward is home to some of the most dynamic and exciting and lethal players ever. We are here to unveil the top seven small forwards FSP style. We appreciate everybody that sent in a list. Let's get started, man. This list is strictly related to their 2021 stats and performance after 25 games and who has the best chance of maintaining their great play throughout the current NBA season. Let's go over the list from 2019-2020. Jeff, give me seven through one. At seven, we had Aaron Gordon. Six, Chris Middleton. Five, Tobias Harris. Four, DeMar DeRozan. Three, Jimmy Butler. Two, wow. LeBron James won Kawhi Leonard. That is correct, man. It was a crazy year to see Aaron Gordon making the top seven. Wow, that's rough, man. Uh, let's go through the honorable mentions. We'll start off with Chris Middleton, average 24-5-5. Weezy, we'll kick off. How you feel about Chris Middleton, Doc? I think he's having a good year. I think he needs to break off from your boy Giannis. I really do. It, it give me a better respect for Chris Middleton. I can't wait to see this list. If Chris Middleton didn't make the list, this is oh. astonishing. This is astonishing to me. Like, how in the blue hell is Chris Middleton not one of the top seven small fours in the NBA? Man, you know, and we talk about this though, Jim. Wow. The big question in Milwaukee persists, dog. Is he good enough to be the second best player on a championship team? And so far, that's the answer true. has been no. That it's question bad. is not in that's not in question. That's not in question. But is he better than six other top? Is he better than four other small forwards or three? If you have him at seven, one, whatever, he's better than somebody on this list. I guarantee that. Well, I mean, you know, I, got, I, got, I got the list, Jeff. You couldn't be real upset about this list. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and last but not least, we have DeMar DeRozan averaging 19, five, and seven. What do you guys think about DeRozan this year? Surprise, he's mentioned as an honorable mention. What? Why are we wasting time talking about DeMar DeRozan this year? Bruh. I completely agree 100%. Wait a minute, y'all do y'all do know that DeRon DeRozan's averaging twenty five and seven, right? And they sixteen and twelve in the West. That's cool. That's cool. That's that's great. He's gonna he's about to get traded too, coach. They, they're about to bottom that out. They're about to bottom their whole team out. That, 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 that ain't because he's not playing well. True. I love DeMar DeRozan. Wake me up when he gets traded from the Spurs. He's playing meaningful basketball, dude. No, he's he's playing meaningful basketball. Jeff. <laughs> I give him that. He might not be. Are you scared to play the Spurs right now? You got the you Spurs. Should you, you, got the Spurs you got the Spurs on the schedule right now. You afraid? No. You should be. You I'm should be afraid. Pop. Yeah, I'm scared of pop. Yeah, at home. You I, should yeah, be afraid, dude. If he was a solid three point shooter, he might be regarded as one of the best twos, threes that ever played the game. He just doesn't shoot the three, and nothing about his game is sexy. That's yeah, that's well, true. Well, we can't we can't calculate because that's just something he don't do. I'm just saying that would make his game look a little bit more appealing in the eyes of people like Jeff. That's all I'm saying. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I don't want to see like I don't like DeMar DeRozan's game. I respect his game. I just we're doing a top seven list and I'm I'm getting to seven or eight other people before I even sniff DeMar DeRozan's top anything in small four in this league. I got to see your list. I want to see your list after the show, Jeff. Mm, yeah, no, I'm sure. He, it's it's, it's in, in the group chat. Yeah, 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 I seen it. I seen it. Yeah. All right. Let's, without further ado, man, let's kick off the list. At number seven on our list, we have New Orleans Pelicans, Brandon Ingram. For sure, man. Averaging 24, 5, and 5. Let's talk about it, guys. What do you think? To me, he's just playing for a team that's not winning. 
that would be that would be very true if you looked at only the first 10 games of the season. They actually have turned it around in New Orleans. Fun to watch every night. I am a little upset that he's low, that he's low, this low on his list, not because it's wrong, but because his skill set, he should be number four, skill set wise on a three or number four on his list easily. You can't guard him. He's him and Kevin Dar- him and Kevin Durant are looking at each other in the Spider-Man meme. So he should be higher than number seven on this list on his own. Not that we got it wrong. He should be higher. I, I see that, Jeff. I had him a little higher on my list, not too much higher, but like he, he just can do everything basically. He has to improve on his three point shot. That's what he's lacking, but he's going to guard on the other end. He's going to get to the basket. He's going to hit the big shot. I, I'm not saying he's all defensive player, Jay. I see it looking. I'm not saying all that, but he's, he's tall. He's long arm reach, so he can get make it harder for you to score just because of his length and his wingspan. But I think Brandon Ingram is going to be here to stay on this list and eventually be moving up this list. Here's the thing, man. After being traded to the Pelicans, Jeff raved about him going to play away from LeBron James and being able to be his own player. And he's been able to flourish um, since then all-star last year you can't deny him on offense his defense is trash if he has to find a way to play defense him and zion at a high level for those guys to win what that 24 5 and 5 and what he's doing is not translating to wins zion's 25 and six rebounds is not translating to wins the 10th or 11th in the conference that's not enough as long as zion williamson stays healthy Brandon Ingram decides to play defense and expand his game, like Locke mentioned, to become a three-point shooter at a higher clip as far as efficiency. They should be a playoff team. They should be a playoff team this year, and they're not, and that's why he's a seven. They are 11th in the West right now, only two games out of fifth. So that's that's a that's a week of things going your way, and you're in fifth place. Yeah, but it, yeah, well, yeah, we, yeah, we but can Jeff, only go season, with what we're looking yeah, at. Yeah, it's though. a season over today, Jeff. They're, they're, they're not in the playoffs. They're 11. If it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. It is. Though. That's what I'm but saying. That's what I'm saying. But I'm just, I'm just saying, at where we're standing right now, they're two games out of fifth. But they're not though. Yeah, Jeff. But not they even not with the new rules. They're not even that ten spot to even get in the play-in game right now. I understand. What he's that. saying, he's saying the playoffs is not are not starting tonight though. No, and and, and I get that. But we got to go off the list seven through one now. Hello. And that's yeah, what I right. said. That they started off very slow. They are starting to find their way. I got to, you. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Number six on the list, Gordon Hayward, Hornets. He's averaging 21, five and four. Speak on it, Jeff. It's the surprise team in the East. The addition of young LaMelo Ball coming along and then Gordon Hayward, Gordon Hayward being able to be himself. Most, probably the most fun team on NBA League Pass to watch this year because of, because of young LaMelo Ball mostly. But Gordon Hayward is having a very, very efficient year. You know what? One thing Jeff said that I agree with, only one thing out of that whole little segment right there. Uh, he said Gordon Hayward was able to be himself. And that's true. He's able to be himself. He bounced back from that crazy injury, playing with a different team, different system, different coach, and he's still out there doing he doing what he did in, in Utah. Like, you got to respect that. I didn't have Gordon Hayward on my list. I said he didn't make mine. I thought that DeRozan was having a better year than him. I feel Chris Middleton is having a better year than him. And Gordon Hayward, I still can't trust him. He get hurt every year. I just feel like he has to prove it to me that he's going to stay healthy this entire year and then get them to the playoffs because he he got paid to be the man. So be the man and lead the team. He showed me he can do that. Then maybe we know he might sneak on this list next year. He's missed four games, coach. He's healthy. Mm-hmm. He should have been an all-star this year. Position-wise, he's having a better year than Jalen Brown. Like he is. He just 100% is. And the reason that this this Hornet team is even in contention in the East is because of Gordon Hayward. This is, I mean, he just hasn't been able to catch a break since he landed in Boston. I feel like every time, and that's what Coach is talking about, he's always injured, often injured. But he is a special basketball player. His numbers look exactly like when he was an all-star in Utah. Capable of shooting, finishing, passing. He is a, what you call a four-tool Maybe 5-2 almost player in the NBA, man. Very versatile. I love Gordon Hayward. Happy to see that he's back playing. Should have been an all-star. All right. Number five. I think this is Jeff Boy, low-key. Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler. 
Yep. Jimmy's averaging 19, seven and seven after a battle with COVID. He is here. Let's talk about it. Uh, you're right, Weezy. I love Jimmy Butler. I love his game. I love what he brings to the table every each and every night. He's one what they call him, coach foxhole guys. When you when you coach one guy, being a foxhole with you, that's what Jimmy Butler is. He shouldn't be on his damn list though. He hasn't played enough this year. This is a, this is this is a travesty. Um, the fact that Middleton's not on this list, the fact that Brandon Ingram is down, Gordon Hayward is down as low as they are. Jimmy Butler healthy, definitely on the list, but not this year. Not not what we not our criteria right now. I can't believe that. Jeff, I agree with you, man. He got he got started too late. Not saying Jimmy Butler's not a great player. He is. It just got started a little late. He missed games because of COVID. That was, what, two weeks worth almost. So that's at least five, six, seven games. And it was he when he did come back, it wasn't quite the same because he had to get his stuff together. Now, is he going to eventually turn around the rest of the season? He probably will. But up at, to this point, I just didn't feel he was having a better year than those guys that Jeff mentioned. Y'all know the criteria is what they're doing right now and who has the best chance of maintaining their great play heading into the last part of the season. Jimmy Butler missed 10 games, 11 games. He will continue to push this team to where they are and they'll make the playoffs this year because of Jimmy Butler. His first season in Miami couldn't have gone any better. Well, we found out he is a franchise player. Nobody below him is a franchise player. Keep it real. Who's a franchise player? I'm not nothing you're nothing you're saying right now is wrong. But the only thing that can be argued mm-hmm. is those games that he missed in our criteria. Because if we're talking about only the first 25 games and can they sustain it, his first 25 games don't match up with Gordon Hayward, Brandon Ingram, Chris Middleton, people like that. It just doesn't add up. The damn Pelicans are 11. The damn Hornets, what, 10th? Yeah. AC, AC Hornets, AC Hornets. Since we talk about the playoff start today, okay, AC yeah, Hornets. Jimmy Butler is going to have that team ahead of the Hornets. You want to make a bet on that? Hold on, no, because we, we just he, said. He's not in the playoffs. He aren't in the playoffs. <laughs> we just said that we got to go up until what has happened right now. Yeah. And currently right now, he, aren't he in the hasn't playoffs. done enough yet. We know he's going to, but like we just talked about. But it's half else. and half, though. He said he made this list. People still remembering the bubble Jimmy Butler. Oh yeah, and it's still don't get it twisted. When this when this season is over, he will be higher than where he is. But, but since we stopped this- the we stopped it right now, he shouldn't be on the list. Or people not watching enough basketball. Oh. This is the thing, man. If you're starting a team tomorrow with the Here Miami Heat, here we go. You are going to go Jimmy Butler before you go Gordon Hayward and you go Brandon Ingram. Because if you bring Brandon Ingram to the Miami Heat, he's not playing defense like Jimmy Butler, dog. And he's still going to get you a dub with that defense. I think I think you're missing my point. No, I don't think anybody on this on this show will say in a in a season standing, we're taking Jimmy uh, Brandon Ingram over Jimmy Butler. We're talking about in this quarter of the start of a shortened season with Jimmy Butler missed so many games due to COVID and Miami Heat are underperforming right now. We're, I'm just saying that's why Jimmy Butler won't be on this list, especially since we penalized Brandon Ingram for not be, for, their, for their slow start in New Orleans. No, we penalized Brandon under- Ingram because he can't defend. He is a walking ice cube. You, you can slide right past him. It's, it's easy work. No. Well, no. again, that may be true, but he's shown up every game this year. So has Nerlens Noel. He's not on the list. He's I played 25 games. But Let's anyway, Jimmy Butler might not be the perfect fit for any team. He's perfect for Miami, for sure. Let's perfect for Miami. Yes, perfect fit for Miami. Yep. So, so I don't – that's why I didn't like the, your – your analogy of what I pick Brandon Ingram or Jimmy Butler over Jimmy Butler in, in Miami. They, those two players, when they no, they wouldn't swap out evenly at all, no. All right, move on number four on the list. Applause to J. Scott. Jason Tatum. For sure, man, JT, man. 25.7 rebounds, five assists, 43% from the field, 37 from three. Let's talk about it. If, we, if we're focusing so much on team right now and where, where people standing, where people are in the standings as of right now, 
Jason Taylor should probably be lower than this. But if we're going strictly off of talent and bring to the table, he fits right at four. Good for him. He's a walking buffer, got all the potential in the world. And he shows up. He shows up at times. But at times, he don't show up. He takes a dumb shot or he don't take the shot. With that subject's whole underperforming, I think we crowned that coach before we're supposed to crown him. I think we crowned that coach way too soon. What, what, I mean, what has he done? No, no rebuttal for me, brother. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals three of the last four years. That's why he got crowned the way he got crowned. Yeah, but LeBron James don't play over there no more. What? Jason Tatum is going to guard on one end, and he's going to score on the other end. I don't agree that he won't take the shot because I watched him take the shot twice to tie the game this last game they played. It's just the rest of his team is not giving him that help. Now, they have to figure it out, though, because they were up 14 in one of those games and still lost the game. So let's no excuse because if you still score on yourself, Tatum, then y'all don't lose that lead. But I still think he's right where he needs to be on this list. You know, he's one of the few players on this list that goes both ways like he does. He's going to sit down and guard, and then he's going to score however you need him to score. If you need to hit a three at the end of the game, you can make it. Mid-range, he can make it. Need him to get to the bucket and dunk on you, he'll do that. So I think he's right where he needs to be on this list. Kid just improves every year since he got drafted. You need him to cut to the basket, put on a dunk show, shoot off the dribble, catch and shoot. He can do it. Like I mentioned, he's the reason – Kyrie didn't show up a couple of seasons. Guess what? Still made it to the Eastern Conference Finals in him his first and second year, man. So what's going to take a strive for him to get to the next step is to get into a situation where he finds out to be a better playmaker. That's why he's not above these guys in front of him because he can't make plays to get other people around him open or better. He is committed on the defensive side, like Locke mentioned, but – I think the main thing with him and Jalen Brown, they got to continue to develop, expect them to be a little bit more, you know, aware of getting other players involved. And Kimba, being Kimba, you know, he's got to have a way to help out. Marcus Smart being hurt is help. That's not helping them, Doc. He is a vital leader on that team. They need him, and that's huge for them. But Jason Tatum is 100% right where he's supposed to be. I got him higher than this. What? Getting down to the top three now. Number three on this list. I think, I think this is everybody's dude once he's doing good, but then once he's not doing good, nobody really wants to mess with him. And that's Kawhi Leonard, number three. Yeah, man, Kawhi Leonard, man, 27-6-4, and four, 51% from the field, 39 from three. Let's talk about it. Kawhi Leonard is playing right now in a full-blown circus, I think, with the Clippers. And Kawhi's still doing his thing. Easy, breezy, still doing his thing. And he's playing this year. But my only thing with him is, he could easily be number one on this list if he has any kind of fight in him, any kind of like, hey, let's go, to me. Wow, okay. I, I've honestly never looked at it like that, Weez. That's different. I ain't mad at it, though. Um, they're number two in the West. Again, they're playing better than, than the Lakers right now. Kawhi showing up. He's healthy. He's not taking many low management games. He's the best two-way player in the league, offense and defense. Unless you – maybe Anthony Davis, maybe. Maybe Anthony Davis. But other than that, it's, it's Kawhi Leonard. He deserves to be three, if not two, on this list. I like it. And the Clippers are flying below the radar, which is weird with everything that happened with them last year. They're flying below the radar. They're number two in the West, and you don't want to see them in the seven-game series. We're looking in the mirror right here. We've seen this Kawhi Leonard before. We've seen this Clippers before. It's all going to matter when the playoffs get here. They let everybody down because everybody wanted to see the Lakers-Clippers matchup, and they couldn't do it. They couldn't get to the Western Conference Finals, and we didn't see that matchup. So Kawhi's been doing this. Paul George, he's playing well. He's been doing that. It all changes when we get in the playoffs, and it's time to close out a series or it's a game seven. That's when we need to see Kawhi be the Kawhi that we just talking about he doesn't see him turn into. That's when we got to see that. So until we see him make that turn and get around that, He's going to always be a right around this 3-2. He's never going to be number one. He was number one last year, though, Coach. True. Shouldn't have been, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and it ain't Kawhi's fault when they can't close them series out. He ain't got no help. Now, yeah, the, pandemic one, the pandemic one always shows up when it's time to, when it really matters. Here's the thing. I watched Kawhi Leonard play against the Boston Celtics, and he had a shot to go up, and he had the same stoic look he has all the time. 
Then they came down. Jason Tatum hit a shot to put them up two. He comes down, misses the shot to put them ahead, going to overtime. He had the same stoic look in his face. He's a robot. Kawhi Leonard plays basketball because he wants to be rich and take care of his family. He doesn't really like basketball. He's just good at it. And I really think that that is the problem with Kawhi Leonard. He's a robot. Once Kawhi Leonard stops playing basketball, we will never see or hear from him again. True. Ever. That is true. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but that's just his personality. I, I, I totally agree that we would never see a kid from him again. Uh, uh, but I can't I can't really go on that he don't want to play. He, he just plays just because he's rich. I don't I don't think that. I don't, he signed a shoe deal with New Balance. That's why I knew he just wanted money. He signed yeah. a shoe deal with New Balance for eight and a half million dollars a year, and those are the worst basketball shoes ever. Yeah, he so, don't give a shit about that, Jay. He don't give a shit about that. I promise you, he don't. He draws a he draws a four run. I mean, a, a, a ninety eight Blazer. He don't give a shit about that. I can see him doing that. But what I'm saying is, we can't give him the the White Howard or your boy that plays for the uh, for Steph Curry right now. I ain't gonna give. I ain't gonna put him in that. I ain't gonna Andrew Wiggins. Well, no, yes. that's the difference. They, they no, they don't love basketball. You understand what I'm saying? Kawhi Leonard is good at basketball, and he gets paid handsomely to do so, and he will continue to do that until he can't anymore. Kawhi Leonard is going to play until he's 45. They're going to have to kick him out of the NBA because he wants to maintain the money that he has, and will always do that. Just like Adrian Peterson, he's going to play until he can't play anymore, dog. Yeah, but when he's out there playing, when, I mean, when he's out there playing, he plays hard. He just looked like he don't give a shit. Because yeah, he doesn't give a shit. That's, that ain't apples to apples him and AP. AP got to play, though. AP, AP do. AP, AP got to play. <laughs> no, you know why? I, that, bro. He, yeah. he, gives, he gives a shit, Jack. He gives a shit. He just look like he don't. I mean, so that's if that if that shot against the Sixers didn't happen and he didn't if he if he would have kept that same stoic face after that shot, I would agree with you. But when he showed the emotion when he hit that game winner and put and made Joel and B cry, that was a different guy right there. I got a homeboy that looks like he can give you that stoic face, look like he's really involved and, and don't care about nothing you talk about. I got a homeboy just like that. But uh, let's go. Let's go to the next. Let's go to number two. <laughs> Number two on this list. Uh, this is Jay's boy. I, I wasn't giving a lot, but this is Jay's boy all the way through. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yeah. Easy money. Because it's easy money, man. 29, 7, and 5. 52% from the field. 43 from 3, y'all. I had him at number one. Let's talk about it. Top two. I ain't got no problem with it. And uh, my only thing with him is, shit, his team is doing good right now without him. That's what's scaring me. The league should be afraid. It should be a very afraid. If that team can cook the way they're cooking without arguably the second best player in the world, and depending on who you ask, he might be number one. If that team can look as well as they look right now, man, who's beating them in seven games? I don't care about it. I don't care if they don't play defense. I don't give a damn. I don't care. Right. You can't score with them. You cannot score. You can't score enough to beat them. You just can't do it. You can run them down the court all you want to. You play all the zones you want to. You can't guard Harden. You can't guard Kyrie. And you damn sure can't guard the number two small four on our list, Kevin Durant. And this is why this is the first team we've ever seen like this. We've never seen a team that had three top scores on the same team like that. Doesn't matter. You got three top scores. Kyrie can get it any kind of way he want to. James Harden, you know he's going to be a walking bucket. And then there's nothing you can do with Kevin Durant. Nothing you can do. He's 6'11", going to get to a spot, going to rise up over you. And that's why this could be the year where it don't matter. Because we normally say playoffs happen, the game slows down. They're not going to slow down on the playoff start. They're going to keep going, get it out, and let's go and let's run. And like you mentioned, Weezy, they beating people by 30s and 35s with KD sitting on the bench. So it's just going to get easy when he steps out on the floor. My guy, easy money, man. He's done the impossible. After the injury that he had, some people' careers have never been the same afterwards. He found a way to work hard and come back to his best form. I think that what helped out KD, though, he got to sit out for a year and a half, and then five more months after that. Basically, he was gone for like two and a half years. But his numbers this year are better than his MVP year, y'all. Three-point shooting is at its highest. I think it's the highest of in his entire career. He's got to play a little bit more defense and help that team, but I think Philly can beat them in seven games. 
Because you know why? There's nobody on that team that's going to stop Joel. Nobody. Toby's going to give you 22. And when Ben Simmons is coming to play like when he want to play, and Lil Seth out there bitch shooting like how he shooting, dude, that's Philly can beat them in a seven-game series. Nobody the, else, though. That's the Philly. problem. It's Ben. If Ben is locked in, I'm not mad at what you're saying. Yep. But the fact that James Harden has decided that he wants to be the facilitator for this team and set up the offense and not necessarily take a second a back seat, but let everything come to him easy, that's scary. Scary, scary. I'm telling you, man, what, what Brooklyn's doing, remember how Jay, Jay always says Steph Curry ruined the game? We could be seeing the very same thing with this Brooklyn team if they go out here and, win, uh, and get, to, get, get in the finals without no defense and win it. Because I'm telling you, this is a copycat league. We're going to see other other GMs, other coaches going to say, hey, give me three scores. Let's just go outscore these people. Yeah, you ain't going to be able to get to three find... scores like that, though. Yeah, you're you not going to find no, that. No, I, I understand that, but they're going to try. People are going to try, dude. They're going to try. If and they like... get Andre Drummond, if they can get Andre Drummond, the world is in trouble. That's what I will say. Man, it'll be cancer. Crown him. That's yeah. the anchor. That's the anchor. How much credit will be giving this to Steve Nash? Any? Zero. None. No, he ain't doing shit. Doing I just want to make sure walking down the sideline with his mask on. He ain't doing a damn thing. All right. Number one on this list. I'm I'm, too, I'm sorry, Sean Washington here to announce this, but it's LeBron James. LeBron James number one on this list. Year 18. LeBron Ramon James, man. 25, 8, and 8. 50% from the field, 35 from three. Let's talk about it, man. Right before this, my bad. Right before this, <laughs> right before we started this, he was rolling. They were doing good. I mean, he's still, he's still rolling, but they were going doing good. Now they, they lost four or five in a row. I'm not worried, but I've seen this. I've seen this story before with Cleveland when, a, when, it, when one of his superstars get hurt. I've seen it before. I've seen this story before, it, and it doesn't really turn out well. But so one time when they came back down from 3-1. Um, I'm just saying. I, I've seen it. But I'm, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried right now. I'm worried. We need AD back. They are two losses away from him going into that front office and checking his whole damn team up and Rodney Hood and Jason Clarkson coming in out of nowhere. We are two losses away from it happening again. At the end of the day, as long as he's healthy, he's going to be number one. He should be number one. I know the Kawhi thing happened last year. I mean, what Kawhi did when he played against that injured Warriors team and coming out of the East, nothing you could, nothing you could, you know, scream about that. But other than that, LeBron James is number one on this list. Now, I do think if we'd have waited a week, Maybe another week and a half before we got to the small fours, that number one and number two might have flip flopped. <laughs> Just being honest with the way way Brooklyn is playing, but man, the way the fact that this eighteen years of LeBron and he's still up here like this, and we we've never seen anything like it. What's hurting him that people not talking about is Dennis Schroeder. Everybody know they lost AD, but Dennis Schroeder getting hurt really hurt them because he could have stepped in and been that next score to take up some of the slack from AD. And LeBron would have still had to up his game a little bit, but not having AD and Dennis Schroeder, it has completely changed everything. It's changed the subbing patterns. Now, who you going to go to to score? You got Alex Caruso taking last-second shots. It would either be AD, LeBron, or Schroeder. Now you're going to Caruso. And nothing against Caruso. He does what he does for the Lakers well when everybody else is there. At the beginning of the season, that narrative started was with a shortened season diminished LeBron's regular season production. And you combine it with the fact he turns 36, making you wonder if we'll see some decline in his game. Like I've seen the best from Kobe Bryant after injuries. Dwayne Wade, you see Melo going on the downslide. Man, and even, even through Disney, dog, man, that might have tired him out. Dude, he killed there. He just continues to prove everybody wrong. The thing that's going to hurt him, Anthony Davis is done for the year, y'all. Done. You can't win without another all-star. Nevertheless, two other MVPs like they got in Brooklyn. So, in the next couple of weeks, like Jeff mentioned, there's going to be some trades, there's going to be some buyouts, there's going to be something. He's going to have to get some help. If he does not get that help, you will see LeBron James pack it up for the year like he did the year before AD got there. And we'll be crowning another champion in May, June. He didn't pack it up that year before. He got hurt. No, he packed it up. LeBron James has never been hurt. LeBron James has never been hurt. No, he, poured, he packed that, it up. That's yeah, he pulled his groin, Jay. He, he, he was he hurt. Packed it. Yeah, oh. we know he pulled his groin. What he's saying is if he would have felt they still could have won, he would have played. 
guys, that he was he, they was number four in the West before he got hurt, and he, he no, he couldn't. You can't. No, no he got West. hurt, and then he went to Miami and chilled for a month. Came back. Oh shit, we're not winning. I'm done. Come on, Weezy now. Oh, I can't agree with that. All the greats have done it. Steph Curry broke his wrist, never came back. With no reason for him to play last year. So you think that year they that he would have came back and they would have could have won it still, Weezy? No, 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 no. They, not, not, they couldn't have won it. But that, and that's I what we're saying. I, I don't think he packed it up though. That was the that was KD was still with Golden State. He was looking at them like, man, hell no, nah, man, I can't play with them. I'm finna go and go to the crib. Said was Savannah. Savannah, where you at, Savannah? <laughs> I'm coming on home. Go on ahead and get that, you know, put some greens on it. So, you know, Vanna ain't cooking no greens. Vanna might cook some greens. Vanna's cooking greens, bro. Vanna might cook some greens. She's cooking greens. She hasn't cooked greens in a while, but she she can cook. Nah, you damn lie. Oh, LeBron, LeBron, yeah, LeBron got the way he eat, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. He's not putting no. three chefs. Yeah, hell no. So, Vanna ain't cooked in years. Hell no. Go through that list, Weezy. Seven through one. All right, number seven, Brendan Ingram. Number six. Gordon Hayward. <laughs> number five, number five, Jimmy Butler. Number four, Jason Tatum. Number three, Kawhi Leonard. Number two, KD. Number one, LeBron James. That's right. That's right. That's the list. So our list. We appreciate everybody sent in the list. Who is off of this list next year and who makes it? Let's go, Weezy. Gordon Hayward off the list next year. What you got? Yeah, I think. That, that's probably the easiest one is Gordon Haywood. But I can see Jimmy Butler off the list if the Heat don't have that playoff run that they had last year. Talent-wise, of course, but I can see him him slipping down the list, Jimmy Butler, maybe. But Gordon Haywood's the easy money pick. <laughs> Jeff has forgot about bubble Jimmy Butler. He's gone. He's, he didn't even think about that no more. Jeff forgot about it. <laughs> what you got, Lock? Yeah, I got Gordon Hayward, man. I think he's gonna follow this list because I think Lamelo having a, another year on his having that year on his belt, he's gonna up a little bit, and I think some other people are gonna sneak in on this list. So I, I'm gonna go with Gordon Hayward. Yeah, G comes off the list, but this is something he can. Hey, man, nobody was thinking about Gordon Hayward being on any list after that injury to see what he's done, <laughs> see what he's at on this list, man. Hey, get injured, motherfucker. Get injured. Let's see how hard it is. Let's no, see how hard it is saying. to come back. No, nah, I'm just telling you. You be you be downplaying injuries like that shit don't matter. And that shit matters. I, and you see people no, come I, back. I don't downplay it. I don't downplay it. It don't matter. I think you overplay it. You overplay it. So you mean it. to tell me that Paul George broke his ankle in the USA shit and comes back and is and he's a third, he's a third best player in the league? He gets MVP votes. That ain't got shit to do with nothing. He go get a $100 million contract. And Gordon Hayward goes to get damn near a $100 million contract after he broke his fucking ankle. And that don't matter. Get hurt. Just get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Go through something. But some... you get more sensitive to players after, no, I don't. Like after they get hurt. No, I don't. Like. No, I don't. I, I just respect wrong. it more. I just respect it more because I see and I know how hard it is to come back to just do regular shit. There's no fucking way I could think about going to play in the NBA. After All that. right. We uh, hey we appreciate guys. everybody getting a list in. You guys look forward to next week where we be having the shooting guards. So y'all make sure y'all send those lists in because it's going to be a bond burner. You hear me? Yeah, my list is gonna get real so make sure you guys pay attention to the criteria when you're shooting the list to everybody here and make sure like i said last week you see you see you see how it's starting to get a little more tense as we get down in, in the skill you know what i'm saying got to the threes with a little long shooting guard gonna be a knockdown drag out oh lord them point guards Ooh, i can't I, wait hey, it, that shit, that's a layup that point guard gonna be light work Oh, yeah. I ain't got a dog in the fight, but it ain't gonna be no damn layup. Damn ain't gonna right be no there. layups. Yeah, point guard. Layup. It's, it's, it's only two point guards in this motherfucker. This one, two. And one, neither one of them deserve both of them. If you want to be honest, neither one of them deserve the two hey, they got. Hey, we'll get that. If you we'll want to be real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna get you that, Jeff. We got, you got one of who? We gotta save that. We gotta save oh, it. Okay. We gotta save it. Please rate, subscribe, Man, follow the, the Patreon. Neither man. one of them deserve it. You see the wind differential? You see the wind differential with Chris Paul is on the floor in okay, NBA I history? What you say. I misunderstood what you said. I thought you said only two point guards won two of them. I'm thinking of MVPs. 
And those two point guards and one of those two MVPs didn't deserve them to damn two MVPs back to back. Neither one of them. Neither one of them. Neither one of them. Unanimous or the coach in the Nets. Neither one of them. Like, like I said. And, and how in the hell do you even say please, that? And, please, and, and Russell Westbrook wins MVP and, and goes out in the first round. A sorry please, sack of shit. Please, please. A sorry, bad twins with questions throughout Thank the week of full sport press. Don't Thank forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. Okay, it's Weezy. Everything paid for, baby. Jeff. Camera's always on, brother. <laughs> Coach a lot. Get in drama song. Fucking got my player pressure up. Man, the Revolutionary <laughs> Podcast. We got this thing. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.